your podcast. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to NS9 NFT. I'm your host, Anthony DiNardo from the North Shore 9. With me, we have our co-host, Jim from Northside Notch, and special guest on our very first show, Tong from Trash Cats. What is up, my guys? What's going on? What's going on? Good Damn. to be here. Happy Monday night. Happy Monday night. <laughs> Candy digital release day. Let's go. I was excited all day. I couldn't wait for 2 p.m. today. And then I couldn't wait for this show. So, yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't wait till noon as of yesterday, and then it got changed at 2, which yeah. I was – I mean, those two hours, man, killed me. But, uh, yeah, and like you said, once once it happened, I'm like, all right, can we move the show up to, like, 5? Because I don't want to wait till <laughs> time to open these. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I was just like staring at them all afternoon. <laughs> I was just like, oh, these packs look so good. Yeah, I was staring at my one singular pack. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Tom. Oh, it's all right. We have some good news Tomorrow, and we have some yeah, not as favorable news. Can't win them all. But you did get all. eight pack. You did get I did. eight pack. Yeah, I did. I didn't, I didn't uh, strike out all together. But... Yeah, that's a win. You, you got a bunt single. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see what I pull. If I pull something garbage, it's gonna it's gonna be upsetting. Hey, it could be there's a there's a legendary in that pack. Legendary Mike Trout sitting in there. There you go. Could you imagine you got one pack and that's what it was? Right. <laughs> Just pull the rarest card. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> we know it's not Shohei Otani because that was pulled today, unfortunately. Yeah. Are there one of ones? Are the legendaries one of ones? They the are. Legendary are one of ones. Yeah. Nice. Like imagine that. Yeah, that's uh. That's going to be worth a little bit once the market opens. Like, it's just weird about those because, like, you just can't gauge, like, what's the market value on that? There's nothing else to, like, to price it to. Yeah, it's whatever. You just kind of price it high and hope somebody pays for it. List it for a million dollars and find out what you can get, right? We'll see. Like, I wonder if they're going to have, I mean, the good marketplaces have, like, you know, an offer system or an auction system or something like that. Mm -hmm. Hopefully they have that by the time it rolls out. Right, right. Well, I figured before we get into all the talk about this, this is our very first show. We have some, I mean, obviously, we're probably going to be some people that really know about NFTs on here, right? Digital space and some people that probably are tuning in because they have no idea what it is. As my poll suggested from the North Shore 9, have you purchased an NFT? And 94% said no. <laughs> so 
I'm assuming there's probably a lot of people have no idea what an NFT even is, or they've heard about it and haven't really invested into it. So uh, again, you know, we'll kind of talk about an NFT, what NFTs are. Tong, you're the most knowledgeable. One of the reasons why I have you on as a guest, I'm just using your knowledge, really. Show's okay. over, you're done, never come back again. But why don't you <laughs> actually kick it off for us? Because I'm going to be honest, you are really the reason I even know about NFTs. So okay, there's so a nice little circle here. Right, you right. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so I guess I'll just start off by explaining what an NFT is. And uh, basically, the most simple, basic definition of an NFT is a, a digital asset, right? Uh, that's uh, NFT stands for non-fungible token. So basically, you have tokens like Bitcoin, Ethereum, which are currency, and they're fungible because you know, one Bitcoin is no different from another Bitcoin, right? They're all the same. Non-fungible means everything's unique. There's no two uh, of the same thing. So basically, uh, right now, how NFTs are being used as, as, they're being used as mostly as collectibles, right? So you have your your sports NFTs and then your other NFTs, which are like, you know, profile picks, stuff like that. And that's what kind of what the, the baseline of an NFT is right now and why the the purpose of that why it's so appealing is because it's digital and on the blockchain um ownership is verifiable on the blockchain um you know there's no tangible uh asset but you know if you want to see who owns a certain thing you can go online and look uh and also there's you know while it's it's uh it's good for sports collectibles is because you know you have when you have uh, cards, you can get, they can get damaged. Um, counterfeiting is a huge problem in the sports collectible uh, market. And with NFTs, there's none of that because um, it's digital. So there's really no counterfeiting. Um, and ownership, when you sell it, it transfers from one person to another on the blockchain. So there's, it's automatic. Um, there's a, a market for it. You know, with sports collectibles, you got to get stuff graded. Uh, you got to find a market for it. You got to find somebody to sell it. Um, and it's just, it's a whole convoluted process, right? And NFT kind of makes it simple, makes it streamlined to where, you know, you go online and you click a button and this thing is yours and it belongs to you now. Whereas physical collectibles, it's, you know, there's a whole process to it. Um, and it's, uh, I don't know, it's, it, to me, it's the, the future of, of collecting to start out with. Like NFTs can be really be anything and everything. Um, people are using it for fundraising. People are using it to start companies now, you know, launching NFT tokens to, to basically crowdsource a company, like gaming companies, uh, stuff like that. But that's like kind of like the basic definition of an NFT. Yeah. And what I'll say, so what's nice about this, so you obviously pioneering the NFT space, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, you're all the top dogs, Tong. You're a whale among the whales. Um, <laughs> I don't know about that, but yeah, oh, come on. Don't be modest. Don't be modest. No, but, but you really into that. And what's funny and kind of nice too, is Jim brings all the knowledge. Cause you're talking about like the actual sports collectibles and Jim's been into collecting sports memorabilia and cards and such for like for years. So it's funny. Cause I, I picked both of your knowledge and like, again, like I'm kind of like the middle person, like I'm using Jim's information. I'm using Tong information and get my stuff here. But you know, like Jim, maybe you can kind of chime in. And because with you being in the sports collectibles, like how do you find the NFT space to be different, but maybe the same? Yeah, so um, 
there, there's definitely some parallels between the two, but then there's also some differences, right? Tong mentioned um, really some of the differences, right? But some of the some of the similarities that I've noticed are, you know, it's it's a collectible, right? So that's that's kind of what has interest me into the uh, the sports NFT uh, community here is. You know, I've got I've got all these sports cards in my house, and I mean, if you could see just the room I'm in, like there's thousands of them in the room that I'm in, right? They're taking up all this space. The cool thing about NFTs, they don't take up any space, right? Um, so that's that's a positive. Um, Tong mentioned, you know, grading cards. Grading cards is I don't think I don't think you guys realize just how much of a hassle it is to get cards graded nowadays, right? So like, you get a card, you send it into a grading company. You used to be able to get it, you know in a reasonable amount of time. Now they're taking forever. I've got cards I sent off back in February that I haven't gotten back yet, but it's, it's crazy just to, just to get to, to the, the process to get a card, get a card graded. And then, you know, if you, depending on what you want to do with the hobby, right. I mean, you can collect graded cards, you can sell graded cards so that you can actually make money on it. You can, you can, uh, you know, use that money to then buy stuff for your collection. I mean, there's a lot of ways you can use that. So um, that's kind of what really attracted me to the NFT space was like, hey, there's this thing that's kind of like trading cards, but it's online, it doesn't take up space. You don't have to worry about all this grading stuff, right? There's, if, if, you, if you open up a pack of cards and there's a dinged corner on the card, that card's now, you know, not that valuable anymore. You don't have that problem with NFTs. So it's a, it's a cool, it's a cool thing there. Um, I like the NFT space so far, just from the collectible aspect of it, um, and being able to, you know, kind of, kind of take that sports cards industry and put it online, so that I now have like an online collection that I can look at. And uh, yeah, that's that's what that's what uh, you know drove me to it. The similarities that I've seen is you know has to do with you know rarities, right? So. You know, every every NFT that I've seen so far, whether it be NBA Top Shot, whether it be Tops NFTs, whether it be the candy NFTs that we're going to open tonight, you know, there's common, uncommon, rare, epic, legendaries. There's all these different rarities, right? Um, it's the same thing in the sports card world too, right? I mean, you can have one card, right? One card, but there's different rarities of it. Um, and so, you know, the more rare it is, the more valuable that specific part that that specific card is so um yeah so so there's similarities between the two there's differences between the two the similarities have made me attracted to the market um but the differences have also attracted me to it as well and uh what, what i like about it too so kind of a mixture of like with you and tom what you're talking about you know i i i collected cards and i say collected very loosely when i was young as a little kid you know I have a couple series, like box sets of baseball cards. Then I got more into basketball cards, and then I went into high school and kind of stopped. So, but like, so I've done that. And of course, now I look back and find out most of them are pretty much worthless. So that was a really good investment. <laughs> yeah, collect sports cards. You'll never have to work again when you get older. <laughs> so it's like I did that. But I guess having some of that knowledge and seeing this too, and Tong and I have talked about this as well, you know. The really cool thing about this as well, being an NFT and all digital, is you have like the centralized platform. It's it's really like the stock market. Like I can literally find out what this card is going for right now. You know, I can I know how many's on the market right now. You know, with an actual sports card, 
you might have Beckett. That's what I used back in the day. So I might be aging myself, but like I used to get Beckett's and find out what the cards are say they're worth. But then who do you sell it to? Like you go to a sports person and then they rip you off for it, you know, or you try to find some maybe on eBay and they're taking 10% or whatever it is now. So it's like you're having that where as if this, like everything's centralized, which I I swear I'll get banned almost for saying that on an NFT space like show. <laughs> And everything's decentralized, but like everything's central here where I see what the going rate is, what the last sell is, how much I can get this for. And like Tong said too, you know, and you as well, if you bend at it's damage, well, that's, that's technically out of circulation. So this is one out of 500. Like how many of those 500 are even available and left? You know, has there been a house fire that took out some? Have there been a dog that ate this? Like, you know, everything real time with an NFT, whereas sports, uh, regular cards, I guess you want to say, it's kind of like an estimate and guess. Yeah, I mean, that's a good way to put it. It's uh, it's definitely like I said. There's similarities. There's differences, um, and, and both both of those are. I mean, they they've combined each other. The similarities and the differences to uh, to make it something that that I enjoy so far. So yeah, I'm excited. So what, um, Jim? What are you? Are you into just the sports side of the NFT space or are you kind of venturing into like, you know, the open sea and the other co collectible side of it? Yeah. So right now I've just dabbled in the sports stuff. Um, eventually, you know, you know, I'll move into that. I'm just not there yet, but uh, yeah, right now just sports. Gotcha. He, I mean, he's got one, he's got one though. <laughs> Donardo gifted me one. <laughs> I yeah, I did yeah. see that. You gotta you gotta protect yourself. That's a good first one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's got the big PP condom. <laughs> yeah, I mean you need it. It's it's a necessity. Exactly, man. You can't you can't go in the NFT space raw. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Yeah. So. But I mean, as you're saying that Tong, like, um, we'll kind of transfer into what got us into NFTs, uh, and maybe I'll even start. You know, I'll start with this because I'm again in the middle of you two. Tong is really what got me in NFTs. One day, and like I saw it online here and there, you would see a little bit of like NBA top shots, you know, some stupid sale, and I I made fun of it. You know, I was like a lot of people. The first comment when I asked if anyone bought a you know NFT. Someone responded and said, no, because I can do this. And it was a screenshot of the save button, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm looking at this. I, I've heard of Top Shot. And I'm like, this is dumb. This is stupid. You know, like, why would I pay? And at that time, thousands upon thousands of dollars on this video when I can get it for free. Like, why would I do that? And mm -hmm. Tong made fun of me. I'll put it lightly. Tong made fun <laughs> of me, you know. He called me the boomer. He called me whatever it was, all this stupid stuff. And I finally got into Top Shot. And I'll tell you, honestly, from that moment, I kind of got hooked. And it was just learning more about NFTs, the space and what they are. And like, you know, as Tong gave a really good example and explanation of it earlier, you know, just all of that, you know, and then seeing what NBA Top Shot was like doing and the utility behind it and all this stuff. Like I said, I was hooked on it. So and for me, it was it was all sports as well until Tong once again made fun of me and called me all stupid names to get me into the other NFT world of open seas. But it really was just like, again, it was seeing this stuff online and like hearing about it and again, making fun of it because I didn't believe in it as well. My first thing, my go to was hating on it 
uh, until I did really learn more about it. And now I just see like, again, like what it is, all the utility, what can be done? Like it's endless. There's, it's like, it's created so many other spaces now uh, of what you can use NFTs for and, and, and whatnot. And like I said, just it's, to me, it's, it's so much, it's the future. Like I couldn't imagine what the world's going to be in 10 years from now, what we're doing today. Right. And it's exactly what it is. Like, I think five, 10 years from now, when you look at NFTs, it's just going to be everything. Like, everything is going to be an NFT. It's just because it's just a, a easier way to record ownership, right? Um, and it's all verifiable on the blockchain. And I think people are kind of not aware yet of how blockchain technology and crypto and NFTs and just going to change our lives in the very near future. Um, but uh, like you said, it's the future. It's, it's, it's going to be a really, really kind of like everyday thing for us. Um, you know, kind of like the internet or email or, you know, cell phones, it's just another technology that's going to indoctrinate itself into our lives in the next five to 10 years. But, um, answer your question on how I got started. Um, I was a really big uh, daily fantasy guy and I kind of still play a little bit, but um, a lot of the guys that I follow, um, <laughs> a lot of the guys that I follow, they're, they're kind of, they're really smart, right? They're really sharp. They're really like, you know, successful in DFS. So um, they started talking about NFTs and mainly top shot, right? Cause you know, you're, you're in a fantasy sports naturally next progression is going to be, you know, sports NFTs. So Bales, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Jonathan Bales. He's like a really smart daily fancy guy. He wrote like uh, books on fancy baseball and stuff like that. But he wrote an article and he's, he basically said that I paid 30 grand for this John Morant moment, this John Morant highlight that you can watch on YouTube. And here's why. And he kind of explained the reasons. I'm like, well, that's really interesting. And this was back in like January or something. Um and I was like, that's interesting. I went to check out Top Shot. I didn't sign up, but I was like, okay, let me go back. And I never went back. And that cost me like, like thousands and thousands of dollars because like everything was so cheap back then. And that's before it blew I know up. You're crying, but yeah. Um, but then um, a couple months later, I rediscovered it on Twitter. Somebody else was tweeting about it. So I was like, let me sign up. And then signed up, got my first pack. And after that, man, I was hooked. I was like, this is this is great because I can collect now and I don't have to like gyms. I don't have to have a, a shoebox with <laughs> full of crap, you know, in my house. Um, mm. It's just right here online. And, you know, there's a marketplace for it and it's liquid. You can sell it whenever you want to in, in seconds. Um, and yeah, I just, I was just hooked. So I just, um, then I discovered the technology and it kind of clicked in my mind. I was like, I got to tell everybody, I got to tell everybody about this. Cause this is kind of like an opportunity that you can't really miss. Um, cause you know, sometimes there's technology or something comes up an industry gets built up, right. And you get kind of the chance to go in at the ground level. And I feel like those opportunities are very scarce and kind of when they come around, you kind of have to take advantage of it. If you realize what they are and what they can be. Um, and I feel like NFTs is kind of like right there right now. It's like ground level, you know, you're just building the base of it, the technology and the, the marketplaces and you know just the whole space is being built right now as we as we speak 
Well, I mean, it's interesting. I was talking to a buddy of mine the other day. Like, what if you could just go back in time 10 years? Like when Bitcoin was 30 cents. Right. <laughs> you know, yeah. like we like everybody 10 years ago. Like I know I know I I knew what Bitcoin was. Right. But it was like it's an online currency. It's, it's like I have real money. Right. Why would I need Bitcoin? Right. <laughs> you know? but, and uh, so so like you said, it's kind of one of those things where, uh, you know, new things just come up and like you. you some of them are really great ideas and uh, everything that I've um, that I've heard about the NFT space, you know, it kind of parallels to those things like back when, you know, Bitcoin was was first kind of ramping up. And I'm just like, you know, this could be like this could be usable stuff someday. And uh, it's not quite mainstream yet, but um, but yeah, I could definitely see where it where it gets there. That that's like really where I'm at too. You know, and a lot of it was Tong providing non-financial advice to me. But a lot of it, like I said, was just Tong. Just everything he said right now. Like imagine that with like ten times more passion and much more deeper, you know, talking involved and, and knowledge and such. And he's just going off his little thing, you know. And and I'm just like, all right, Tong. Like if you're doing it, I'm doing it. So I'm in. <laughs> and and like I said, me getting into it and us both me struggling a little more. Like I said, I got in a top shot and when I got in, it was kind of like when the big blah, 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 like Tom was talking about, like he would have gotten in earlier, the thousands and thousands upon dollars he could have got. Like I got there when like the bubble kind of came down a bit. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't like as, Oh, I bought this card. I'm going to sell for $10,000 now. Like I thought I could do at the time. Uh, but you know, I was, I was churning and burning, just kind of investing. And the more I did it, even though I was kind of disgruntled, cause I'm like, well, this isn't just like, you know, going crazy like i'm not finding myself being rich immediately i saw what was coming and like i said as more it grew more it grew and i found more stuff just being more fun um and like i said the utility behind it and seeing like what it truly is it just seemed like the rest of the nft world was starting to pop off off it too so i it's, it's funny because it feels like a lot of people top shot was like the, the like the beginning drug right like that was yeah. the gateway drug in the nft world like top shot and from there, you saw all this other stuff. And like that's that moment, even though I wasn't in all the other NFT stuff at the time, just seeing it made me really believe and sink down like, OK, this is a legit technology. Um, I can really see we are in the early stages and I'm set. Like, I feel this is this isn't just the, like the flavor of the week. And this is cool. But a year from now, it'll be gone. Like, I'm with Tong. This is the future. So let me get into this now, like as much as I can. Mm hmm. Yep. So, and also just quick question. I know it's a little bit off track, but uh, Ernest does ask what blockchain is candy on. It's on Palm right now, but they are going to change that. So well, not change it, but more or less be able to use uh, the Ethereum blockchain so you can get onto open seas with the stuff as well as their own Palm. Yep. Yeah. Um, you can transfer uh, the candy entities over to, uh, like you said, the Ethereum blockchain and then trade it on Ethereum marketplaces. Not yet, though, right? Well, I guess so. I take it back. I think some of them you, this some series of them, you can't yet. Yeah, this series what you, you did can. today, you won't be able to, but all the previous stuff you can. Correct. Yeah, but it seems like that's coming pretty soon. Mm -hmm. Yep. All right. So, kind of talked about like what an NFT is. We talked a little bit about what got us into NFTs. 
So why don't we more, get more specific here? I mean, this is a North Shore 9 is a baseball podcast, baseball show. We're talking about baseball moments, cards, whatever you want to call them at this point in time. So why don't we get into like what got us into the baseball world? You know, candy dropped today, but there's been stuff beforehand. You know, we mentioned tops, we've mentioned panini. Now, of course, candy. Uh, so why don't we maybe talk a little bit of the differences of the three, maybe our experiences, whether it be good or negative. Uh, <laughs> the very first drop, I think, was tops, right, Jim? And yeah, I think it was. You, you told me that, right? Didn't you kind of break that to me? Yeah. So, um, you know, being big in the sports card world, you know, I'm, I've, I spend so much money with tops. It's ridiculous. But, uh, I found out tops was doing their NF doing NFTs and, and I had already been doing top shot at this point. I, um, I dabble in top shot. Like the way that I do top shot is I basically, I, I buy the packs that come out. If I get a UK alumni, I immediately sell it. And then I buy a Donovan Mitchell highlight, right? Because that's my dude. But uh, so like that's that's basically how I use Top Shot right now. Um, but uh, so so when Tops did, the people I was like, that don't know, Jim, <laughs> huge Louisville fan. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, if I'm getting an Anthony Davis Top Shot moment, that's immediately going for mm. sale and, and Donovan Mitchell's getting purchased. So uh, that, that's how I've been using Top Shot, right? Um, but when tops came out, I was like, okay, you know, baseball cards, this is what I really know. Um, and so tops came out with their, uh, you know, tops, tops in real life, you know, comes out with series one baseball cards, series two baseball cards. Right. Um, so they came out with a NFT of their series one baseball cards this year. So that was, those were the first, um, first licensed major league baseball NFTs that came out. Um, it was an interesting, release right I, I i was able to pick up a few packs denardo you i think got shut out tom did you get in on that nope at all so many trip so many yeah. failed transactions so yeah so i was able to grab a few packs um and then my my complaint with top series one is you know like the first two weeks they were like super active with things like you you could you could take you know two cards and you transfer them and allowed you to get this other pack. And so there was, there were like things that you could do, right? Like if you didn't have a Joey Votto, you can go out and get a Joey Votto and that Joey Votto card would do this for you. Right. Um, so they were, they were doing all these things that, you know, kind of made it fun. Um, and then you just like stopped doing it. Right? Um, and so, so it was like, and series one kind of the value still there. Right. Like, I mean, I'm still like, I I've got, I've got, let me see at my, my series one cards here. I've got, uh, gosh, I don't even know how to count these, but you know, there's, there's quite a few cards that I have. And then I have an unopened pack of, of series one, uh, tops baseball NFTs. Right. So, um, the value of all those cards are still well above what I paid for them. Right. Um, so they, they've definitely increased in value over time. Um, but it's just like, they kind of released them and then they didn't really do anything with them. So I'm not really quite sure how that's going to go. There's really no, I don't really see much of a future with that stuff. Then Tops came out with uh, a few other releases, but on a different platform, right? So they, they moved from Wax to Avalanche, which is just a different type of, you know, you guys can explain that better. It's a different type of... Uh, <laughs> different blockchain different yeah, different, different blockchain. yeah so yeah. so yeah. they moved it to a different blockchain um and they came out with tops inception and they came out with top series two um 
and and those right now you know they they released them and then they didn't do anything with them for a while and they're just now kind of starting to create things like challenges where if you hold you know three different rarities of the person who's gonna win mvp and rookie of the year this year right you get a reward so they're doing some cool things they're kind of bringing it to life um much more of a fan of inception in series two uh in in the future of that that particular stuff um than series one uh yeah so i, I was able to at least get in on all of those drops denardo i think you got some series two i got series two yeah uh so so like i said we'll talk positive we'll talk yeah. negative we'll talk yeah just facts and how it is i hate tops <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna put it lightly i i just everything it's been a very negative experience for me so starting with the very first one when they released their series one as you mentioned where you did get the packs um i mean i was the first before all of you so when the, it went down and the drop happened the site crashed everyone tried to buy because they didn't have a queue system at all you could buy up to 10 packs you could do all one transaction, right? So I think the release was very small as well. Was it 6,000, 20,000? Was it 20,000 they released? I forget. That sounds right. Yeah, that sounds yeah. about right. Yeah. I think 20,000. So it was 20,000 out there. First come, first serve basis. You could buy up to 10 per transaction. So who's not buying 10? Right. right? So there's going to be 2,000. The first 2,000 people buy 10, now it's sold out. So it went live, site crashed, site crashed, site crashed, right? No one can get on. They didn't really announce when it was going to be back up. It was like a waiting game. It finally comes back up. I was the first to get in there before you both. I got my 10 packs. I got the confirmation. And then Tong was next. And then, Jim, you were a third of the three of us. And what happened? I got my email back later. Sorry, we're refunding your money. You didn't get this. Tom got his email later, and Jim's like, oh, I got my packs, even though I was after all of you guys. So from that day on, I've always, well, I've always hated Jim, but I've hated you even more because of that. But yeah, and then series, no, not series two. The Inception came out. I was mobile on my phone, and they're having errors in that as well. It kept logging me out every time I went to go buy a pack, and then it wouldn't let me in the queue. And they came out then saying, oh, yeah, we have this known error. And then Series 2 came out, and I did, I did get into that, actually. I did buy some. Um, but, yeah, like, I just – everything about Tops to me. And, again, just saying how it is, everything to me has seemed like a money grab. Like, we don't know what NFTs are. We don't know the utility and value behind NFTs. We just know people buy them. So here you go. Here are some NFTs. And then that's it. And then they walk away. <laughs> and, and like yeah. you said, they were on the Wax blockchain. Then they switched to Avalanche. But what's funny is the, the what are they called, Jim? The, the pale kids. Garbage pale kids. The yeah, garbage pale kids are all, they're back on Wax. So like yeah. Tops doesn't even know what they want to do. Mm -hmm. mm. Yeah, I've, uh, after that first drop, I kind of just moved away. I just moved on, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. Um, I just felt like, like you said, it was a dated company um, trying to put their product in front of, you know, younger eyes. Um, and they just kind of didn't spend too much time or put too much thought into it, in my opinion. Um, but that that's the reason I'm pretty big on candy. I'm pretty high on candy because the people that are in charge, candy are 
also really big into the NFT space itself. Um, and they've, take, they've taken their time and they kind of know what the market wants right now. And I feel like they're going to deliver on that. Um, you know, Gary Vee is one of the founders. He, he has a huge NFT collection. He's been, you know, I feel like his all of his content has switched to NFTs now. Um, he's just, you know, he's all in. Uh, and they've taken people from Top Shot and put them in leadership positions in Candy, uh, which is great because Top Shot kind of went through the the trials and tribulations of trying to build out a platform, and, and you know they they've went through it all. So people, the people that within Top Shot know kind of the the obstacles that kind of need to to go over to create an NFT platform. So um, yeah, pretty pretty big on Candy. You know, it's uh, this is my first drop. I've I haven't bought anything from Candy before this. I did I did buy a player day just to test out my credit card because uh, my credit card company doesn't like crypto and kind of <laughs> sometimes rejects transactions. But um, yeah, everything's been good with Candy so far. Um, other than I only got one pack and you guys got ten. That's not really weep. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just I, to... I feel great because I finally got Tong on something. <laughs> I know, man. <laughs> So it sounds like I had great luck with tops basically is what you guys are saying. Um, so I, um, I'm not as down on tops as the, as the two of you. I think there's still some oh, potential no there. I think there's still, <laughs> I, I think like, I think there's still some potential there. Jim's They're whitelisted just, forever. So let me ask you this, Jim, what's, yeah, what's yeah. the, what's the MLB's plans with tops and their digital collectibles now that yeah. kind of basically fanatics and candy basically own the right right and starting in 2025 they own basically that's that's right everything, yeah right? i mean right now the way it is is tops has the license until 2025 right so my my i'm not imagining tops really changing anything up until that point the uh the sports card world is kind of uh up in the air with what's gonna happen here right because they're not they're not really all in on fanatics Right, they're used to tops. Tops has been around for seventy years. They've been making their their baseball cards for them for seventy years, right? And they've done a fine job at it. Uh, so there, there's a little bit of uncertainty going around. Like, okay, what's what's going to happen now, right? Um, I I think when I first heard the news, I was like, okay, the next step is Fanatics is going to buy Tops. That was my thought. Like. First off, Tops is too big of a name, like for like the physical cards, right? Like, I can't imagine there not being like a Tops Series One and Series Two in 2025. Like, it's just that that would blow my mind if there just wasn't that. Um, and and so it was like, okay, you know, I think Fanatics is just going to need their name. Like, I think Fanatics could really use their name to help sell their products. Um, now I don't really know. I don't really know what's going to happen. Fanatics came out about a month ago and said, you know, their their plan is to design and print and manufacture and distribute their own stuff. So a lot of stuff can change. Obviously, it's four years from now. Uh, we'll see. It'll definitely be uh, something to keep an eye on. But right now, Tops is here to stay for the next four years. I don't really think anything's going to change there. But uh, yeah, I mean, Fanatics and Candy, obviously they're the future, right? Um, they, they've, they've got the next license. So, um, so yeah, it's kind of like, Hey, let's get used to these guys. Cause they're going to 
they're going to be the next ones. Makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I, I, part of me why I'm down is not just specifically personal reasons, right? Why I've been left out and I had all these errors. But, I mean, just the experience itself, it, it's, it's how I felt, like, like a money grab. And, and looking at their technology and what they're using it as, I don't see them building. Like, I don't see them really investing into the NFTs more just using it because it's out there, right? Like, oh, they want NFTs, so here you go. Whereas Top Shot, it's like you see them investing. Like, you, like this platform is growing. They want it to grow. They're taking a lot of feedback. They're introducing things. Like, there's a lot of stuff to change. Like, you just mentioned, you know, that because the, you know, it's the end of the year and they have some awards coming out that they're finally doing some challenges, you know? It's not as if they have to reinvent the wheel. You know, this stuff has been out there. Tops can just look and say, oh, this is what other NFT companies do, you know, such as Top Shot. Let's incorporate this. It just seems like they're just doing it and there's real no investment. And just seeing how like the difference from series one to series two in the price points and activities, right? When series one dropped, I mean, man, you could cash out if you're lucky enough to get a card or a pack. And then like, in series two, those prices have just tanked. Mm -hmm. So to me, it's like, I feel other people feel the same way. And the people that maybe the reason they got in series two, which much like myself was to kind of flip right then and there, I'll be dead serious. That's why I got and tried to get in series two was just to make a quick buck. Um, and I felt like everyone else did too, because everyone's trying to sell and no one's buying. And that's why the prices are just tanking. And it's like, I just don't know if the future really is there with tops. Um, but with candy, Everything that Tong just talked about, you like that's why I'm hooked on this because I see who is involved in candy and it's NFT people, right? Like I saw when I just saw Gary V there, I'm like, all right, I'm in. Like, don't tell me anymore. Gary V's involved, so I'm in. But then seeing like everyone else in this whole um, ecosystem and such and like what they are doing, it tells me like they are involved. Like, they this is an NFT space that has sports moments opposed to this is a sports space that does NFT stuff, you know? So that's why I'm really hooked on this. And then, I mean, let's just talk to real quick as it's going on the bottom of this ticker right now, they were just about, you know, I got a valuation of about $1.5 billion. Yep. Mm -hmm. They just <laughs> released was... their first drop today as yeah. a pre-sale. Tomorrow's the <laughs> official drop. Mm -hmm. $1.5 yeah. billion. And, um, I think the, one of the headliner investors was Payne Manning. Yeah. You know? um, yeah. And it's, I think a lot of people, especially athletes, like individually, they see the potential of NFT. Not just because, not just the money, but like the things you can do with it. Um, and, you know, they want in and everybody wants in at this point, you know. Um, you know, Michael Jordan invested in Top Shot. Kevin Durant is invested in Top Shot. You know, Tom Brady has his own NFT company now uh, that's partnering with DraftKings and they're dropping, you know, collectibles on DraftKings marketplace. So, um, yeah, people are seeing the potential. And like you said, the, the, the problem with Tops is they just released a collectible, right? And it's the exact same thing as their physical collectible. But with the beauty of NFTs is the utility and the things that you can do. And that's what separates these two companies. And, um, you can include Top Shot in there as well. They don't want you to just collect. They want a, a full immersive experience in the sport, right? Top Shot, you know, 
it's not just a collectible. Right now, you can go to the uh, in summer league, you can go to the arena and get an NFT as proof of attendance. Um, and you have to be there in person to get that. Um, you know, you can uh, they're using NFTs as you know um, giveaways for you know special events and just it's just so many things that you can do. Eventually, probably an NFT would be a ticket to a baseball game or a ticket to a basketball game or something. And I feel like that was not that was not in tops or ever in tops plans, right? Their plans are just you know we're we have we already have the series of physical collectibles, um, and if you want to collect it digitally, here you go, that's it. Um, and it's it's not taking advantage of the possibilities and the potential of the technology to me. Um, so that's why you know that's just I think a lot of people. Mm-hmm. It's good for people that are not fully bought in to the technology yet. You know what I mean? Um, and you know, I know baseball is a lot of it's an older <laughs> crowd, <laughs> so I guess it's good for that where they kind of like dip their toes into technology, right? It's not it's not on some weird blockchain where you have to uh, transfer your your cash into some weird crypto, uh, download a wallet because you know a lot of NFTs. Uh, you kind of have to jump through those hoops, right? And if you're not, you know, technologically savvy or you just don't want to do it, you're too lazy, you're not going to do it. But Tops is it's good in that sense where it's kind of like a little bit of a gateway to kind of get into the, the, the scene, get into the space. Mm-hmm. So I guess it's good for that. Yeah, I, I agree with everything you said. Definitely the, the Tops, the tops uh, NFTs seem to definitely just strictly be collectibles at this point. Um, whereas, you know, just before the drop, even today, you could tell that the candy MLB NFT experience was going to just be completely different, whether it just be you're in the discord and you compare the two discords with each other, um, just so much more support and engagement in the, in the candy discord, right. As opposed to the tops discord. The, the player, the play of the days that Candy's been doing, um, you know, ever since the the start of the divisional series have been, um, you know, kind of very similar to like an NBA top shot moment. Right. Uh, and I feel like those, those could be, pre- those could be pretty, I mean, those are like the first major league baseball highlight NFTs, right. That, that have ever existed. Right. Um, so I feel like there's a lot of potential there. Um, so again, if you're looking to like, just like dabble in something, right. Candy is going to release the play of the day for every world series game. Right. And, uh, you know, those, those, those are, they're just, they're just, I don't know. I find them pretty cool. Um, and and I I think they were $25 a piece. So like, I don't know if they can, Mm -hmm. I don't know they're going to do that like all next year, like during each day of the year. Um, you know, that'll be kind of expensive to buy like a, a, a moment a day, but, um, but yeah, no, I, I feel like but uh, you have the option if you want to. But you have the option if you want that's, to. You can maybe buy the, buy the plays. player who did a walk off or something. Or yeah, you buy know, your you favorite player. Right yep. Yeah. So like I, I like that. Um, but these these things that we're about to open tonight, like I'm so excited for because I know. Right? I mean the the just the tops NFTs are literally just pictures of the card, right? Like your physical card is just a picture of it, basically on on your computer screen. Um, whereas these NFTs from candy, you know, they have 
there, there's a video, there's there's sound, there's there's a highlight reel. You know, some of them are autographed, and then there's some that have like real life experiences. I'm like, what in the world is that even going to be? So I'm 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 pretty excited about it. it it's going to be, I think, just based off of everything that I've seen so far, um, way better than tops. For sure. Yeah. For sure. And, and of course, you know just put out there some information we talked about fanatics right taking over tops and stuff so candy was given the nft licensing right so and of course also people don't know candy is with fanatics so it's really all one giant company right it's just fanatics mm -hmm. has like the sports cards candy's been given the digital nft you know licensing so like you said jim it, it did at least at the time we talked about this behind the scenes with tops actually i think we talked about our one of our north shore nine shows just in general mm -hmm. i think we're talking about how it makes sense that tops gets bought out now that's not the case that might not be the case but that's the one thing like with with candy though it's kind of where the nft world because candy's been given the the digital aspect of it so it's like so is tops just gonna have to go away because well they don't own it anymore so that's why i'm also interested too like what's gonna happen with the tops going forward but yes, candy, I'm all about. Um, you're seeing a lot of good things. Like you said, the Discord is way different than the Tops one. And the Tops one's dead. Or it's just people complaining. So mm -hmm. not that yeah. there's not people complaining yeah. in candy as yeah. well, but there's a mm -hmm. whole lot of interaction. Um, so yeah, it, it seems mm -hmm. and feels much more like an NFT Discord than than Tops. Um, so as far as information, like I said, about candy. I don't think there's a whole lot more. Uh, I don't know if you guys wanted to add anything else about candy or do we want to really get into this? Yeah, let's open some packs. Let's, open right. let's, let's, uh, do we want to maybe show like what the play of the day looks like when it's something like that? Yeah. I was actually yeah, going to show know. a few things here. Okay. So we'll do the play of the day first, I guess. Well, actually Jim, yeah. you have a play of the day. I've got a few. You? Yeah. Why don't you go ahead and share and show us? So. And then what I'll do is I'll talk about the release that's happening right now, the distribution of it and such, and then we'll get into opening packs. All right, cool. So um, is my screen up there? Yep. Cool. All right. Well, um, so this is, this is my collection on candy, right? So we've got all my, uh, all my unopened packs there from today, but I mentioned, you know, these plays of the day, that they've been releasing ever since the uh, the start of the divisional series, and they even did um, they did they did basically all through the championship series and some of the divisional series. They didn't do the whole thing, but uh, I went through and I I made sure that I bought all of the series clinching plays of the day that they had. So you know I have the the Dodgers clinching the NLDS, the Braves clinching the NLDS, and I've got the Braves and the Astros. You know clinching the the championship series but uh i mean just to kind of give you an idea of like what these look like right that was a sound is a sound playing yeah, it's yeah. Playing. nice so that's the uh that's the play of the day there i mean it's more than just a yeah. picture 
more than just a picture. Yeah, more than just a like, JPEG. Yeah, it's like it's like the whole the whole thing, right? So now, if you're no, if you're a Braves fan, you you now own, right? You now own a a video of you know you own the NFT of the Braves going to the World Series in 2021. There were only 1,591 of these made, and they'll never make another one, right? So, mm-hmm. um, so that's that's another another piece about that. So, um, but yeah, so that's the uh, those are the plays of the day. They're gonna they're gonna release them throughout the World Series. So uh, they they come out at noon Eastern time, uh, the day after the game. So uh, I mean, it's already it's already kind of taken off. Like I mean, on Twitter, I saw the other day that. Uh, who was it? Justin Turner um, yeah. was, was actually like tweeted at candy was like MLB play of the day tomorrow. Right. And, and mm-hmm. candy was like, eh, maybe. Um, so it's something that, you know, the players are already in on it. Um, you'll see, you know, you, I've, I've already seen some candy ads that were, uh, that were on the, uh, you know, on the, on the championship series game. So um, yeah, look, look for those during the world series. If you're kind of looking to start dabbling in something. That's what gets me too. Yeah. So it's nice, you know, seeing NBA players and such with Top mm-hmm. Shot, right? They're talking about the Top Shot debuts. That, that gets that interaction. So mm-hmm. yeah, you're right. When Turner tweeted that, I was like, okay, it's it's starting, it's beginning. Like we're starting to get some players talking about it and such. Now, this is the one thing that I'll say. The timing of this is kind of weird with Candy. Like the season's going to be over in in seven at least at most seven more games. <laughs> so the yeah. season's over, and that's it. So I am interested in how they're going to take this momentum, per se, into the offseason and then get it going strong again next year into the uh, the regular season because, like, they did this drop. The World Series is going to happen. We'll have those moments, as you mentioned still. But then then what? Like, does, does Candy go into dark mode? Do they still release stuff? You know, MLB has given them the, the full catalog. Candy can do this year. They can do past years. It's the entire MLB catalog that candy has access to so that's what i'm also interested to find out what's going to happen going forward um but forget that let's talk about this pack the one that just dropped today let's finally do it so for the people that don't know i am going to share my screen now You guys can wait. I'm sharing the wrong screen. uh, Yeah, we got screen. (laughs) We got screen inception right now. Tom is right. I am a boy. Wait, why won't let me screen within a screen within a screen? (laughs) You got to end it. Uh, The sharing. There you go. All right, there it is. So let's start with this. So what they're doing is we talked about, and this is how we have our moments today. So the early adopters was anyone that joined Candy uh, before July 8th. And then they have early access, which they put out there. Anyone who got and joined their Discord before October 8th at 2.30 p.m. uh, gets their early access badge. So for the pre-sale, they had two queues today. They're releasing 5,000 packs each. All the early adopters gone in at noon. Basically, first come, first serve. You know, you can get up to 10 packs until the 5,000 were sold out. And then us, for our early access people, got in at 2 p.m., 5,000 packs. As I mentioned, I got seven. Jim got 10. And sorry, but I will rub it in. Tong, you got one. At least he got one. 
least got yeah. one. At least, at I, least mean, I got one. I got something one. to open. Yeah. You did get something. I, I do feel bad, but again, Tom, I got to rub it in sometimes because you, you know how much I hate you right now. <laughs> I love, the, the string of luck you've been getting like for the past two months, you, you owe know. at least me getting ten, 10 of these and you get one. Some say they make their own luck. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> so, yes. So there's actually going to be 16,533 of the All-Star Packs released. And then 8,307 of the prospect ones. Those will be released on Thursday. So these mm -hmm. ones that came today, which we open up, are all 81 All-Stars. So like, here's the other thing, too. We talked about Tops, talked about Panini. It's your whole series. You could literally get whomever, the 26th man on your favorite team, right? Kevin or Newman. On, you could get Kevin Newman, literally the worst hitter in baseball. <laughs> With the ones that were released today, they're all All-Stars. So like, Kevin Newman's much, not in there, yeah. He's not in there. You're getting the cream of the crop. Yeah. On Thursday, what they've done, and I have a thing up here I'll share as well, is they're releasing their prospect pack, basically. So they've picked 30 prospects um, that you can get. Here's 15 of them. Jim, you're the prospect guy. So I'll let you maybe talk and, and mention these if you want any of stand out to you that you really want to get or don't want to yeah. get. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um so I, this is my favorite part about collecting sports cards is the prospects. Um, if you, if you collect sports cards, you know, about Bowman Bowman is uh, Bowman's my favorite thing. I love, I love collecting like who's going to be the next big thing. Right. Um, so I'm, I'm excited about the prospect list. Um, looking at this, they, they, they picked one player from every team, right? First one on the list there, Adley Rushman, number one overall pick from 2019. He's the number one prospect in pretty much every ranking right now. Uh, so number one overall prospect in baseball is Adley. Um, Bobby Witt Jr., number two overall pick in 2019. Um just a stud for the Royals. He's like, he's either the number two or the number three prospect anywhere you look at. Jason Dominguez was a huge chase in um, physical, like the real life Bowman last year. Um, number one international player out of the Dominican Republic, just supposed to be like the next. I mean, they, they, they're basically saying he's the next Mickey Mantle, um, you know, playing for the Yankees too. It always doesn't, doesn't hurt being a Yankees guy. Um, this list, those are, I mean, CJ Abrams too, you got hurt this year, but another top five prospect in all of baseball that, that I'm seeing there. But these are all, I mean, these are all basically the top prospects on, on every team. I think there, there was one more list here than that with the other, with the rest of the teams, but. Mm -hmm. And I'll but go, yeah. so that was the first, wait. Here's the second list. So the round out the last 15 here. So same thing there. Julio Rodriguez, you know, he's either him and Bobby Witt are going to be two and three on basically any list that you look at. And Torkelson for Detroit is going to be right behind them. Um, Nick Gonzalez, you know, we're Pirates fans. We do a Pirates podcast. So I'm excited about the Nick Gonzalez one there. Um, yeah. So it's uh, looking forward to it. This should be, it should be fun. There you go. So now when that's released, there'll be again. So each pack is contains three. It's $50 a pack. You'll get three. And this drop today and then tomorrow for the public, it's All-Stars. But when that's released on Thursday, it'll be three of these prospects. And then each of them has their own rarity as well. So that's the other thing that's cool. This is similar to Tops. This is, I think, where it's different from Top Shot. Top Shot releases all commons. They have special packs. I think it's more like, here is a special pack. You'll get, you know, this and that. So with this, it's pretty much find out what you get. Um, but the different cores they have. So, of course, they have their... 
Um, they're all star, the, the basic core, the core moment of the all star players, 409. So, like, here's the thing that makes me stand out and like really want this pack too. The most common moment of an all star player, like, it's a good player, right? The most common is 409. Mm -hmm. Like, that's that's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. People who are familiar with the top shot, top shot ecosystem, like, that's a rare, that's a rare moment. <laughs> yeah. If this platform uh, blows up and scales like we, we think, this, these first packs, because of the addition size and the pack numbers, are going to be really sought after, in my opinion. It's, they're just going to be really... Because based, based on like what the platform can be, the, the next you know year or whatever, two or three years, the pack numbers and the addition sizes are going to be huge compared to this. you know. Um, so... Yeah, don't sell these. Keep these. <laughs> they're, they're, right. if, if, the, if the platform succeeds, they're going to be worth a lot in the future. Like, mm -hmm. as a numbers person, the number that I just can't get past me. So there's basically 25,000 moments. Mm -hmm. Or 25,000 packs. My bad. There's three moments in a pack. So that means there's 75,000 moments that's going to be in this draw. 75,000. Yep. If you look at one moment on Top Shot, the series is 40,000, right? You're like, your serial is like, okay, it's 10,347 of 40,000. Yeah. This and is less you... than two moments in all of Top Shot. Yeah. Mm. And you take it another step and you compare it to tops in the, the actual physical cards, right? Um, they're, they're in the millions every year, you know? They, they release millions of baseball cards every year. So yeah, this is this is a tiny addition compared to what it can be and what it probably will be once they scale up and you know because this is just kind of basically we're really seizing some packs to test out the system and test out you know if we can sustain uh, you know, the, the all the people you know going on our site and stuff like that so it's really just a test so yeah it's kind of like basically I mean you created earlier today Donato to kind of like get into Top Shot Series One right early. Uh, where there's only a few thousand people on the platform compared mm -hmm. to, you know, hundreds of thousands today. Right. And that's the thing. Like, those mm -hmm. Series 1 are so sought out, and no one's, nobody's selling them. No. Because th that's the mindset. Yeah. Why would you? Because, great, right. so if I can get thousands of dollars today, then in five years, what am I going to get? You know? Right. I mean, when this really blows up, like, you're talking about hundreds of thousands. I mean, think about the collectible, like, the sports cards, right? There's there's hundreds, if not millions, of people that collect them. So like once this gets to that level, we have a, a moment, right? The most common moment, one of four hundred and nine. When yeah. in ten years from now, the series are one of five hundred thousand or something like that. Like think about the value you have in this at that point. So that's yeah. why, yeah, that's why I'm excited. The most common mm -hmm. is four nine. Then it goes to the all star player, which is one twenty. Uh, I'm sorry, uncommon of all. I'm sorry, I keep seeing all star. <laughs> My yeah. bad. They're all, all stars. Star players. Yeah, yeah. So the core is 409. The uncommon is 120. The rare is 60. Epic is 30. And then the legendary, and that's the one, the legendary moments, is like uh, Jim said, with the, um, what was it called? The off-field? The Yeah, it's like an off-field, like actually comes with like a real-life experience. Yeah, real-life yeah. experience. Whatever that One means. of one. Yeah. That's it. So... There's already been some that, you know, people open packs. The, the Otani has already been claimed. Someone has a one-of-one one Shoei Otani with a real-life experience attached to it. 
my god like if i'm thinking like tops i'm sorry if i'm thinking like the top shot world tong mm. think of a one-on-one in series two lebron james yeah you can't even get one-on-ones on top what, shot. not yet what would that be worth if there uh, was a one-of-one in series one of lebron james so kind of put into perspective um i think the rarest lebron moment on top shot went for two hundred fifty thousand. At his peak, um, and it's probably even worth more now. But it it went for that based because Top Shot has a limit on what you can list it at. You know, a lot of these moments, these LeBron, like if you get a, a number one serial of you know a, a Hollow Max Series One, that's worth millions of dollars right now. You know, uh, you can't sell it for millions because Top Shot won't let you yet. But that that's what it's worth. Um, so, yeah. That's kind of like the magnitude we're dealing with here, and the kind of money we're dealing with. Yeah, if you pull so if it's you like, pull one of one. I don't, I don't know if I can really compare this to series one of Top Shot just because of what it is. Uh, Top Shot's already exploding and got the NFT world to explode. Yeah, to a degree, to of the six percent of us that do it. Right, <laughs> right. but the potential right. is the potential is there. The potential yeah. is definitely the, well, there. yeah, the potential is there, but it's like I don't know if I can really put it there, but it's close. I mean, I'll put it this way: Candy and this drop, way closer to Series One Top Shot than is to anything that like Tops doing. Like, I don't want to compare this to anything Tops has. I'm compare this more to Top Shot. Yeah, is that fair? Yeah, I think that's fair. Okay. Yeah. Now, unfortunately, the marketplace for candy isn't going to be for about three more weeks, so we don't have any actual listings and pricing to talk about. But that's it, boys. So let's do let's it. Let's open. Yeah, let's rip something. Let's go. Yeah. Who wants to go first? Let me tweet out that we're actually opening. I don't want to go first. Like, <laughs> no, like it's like Squid Game. I don't want to be. The first uh, one. I know, right? <laughs> I want, want me to do go it first, and then rip all the the common moments. So, I know my pack has some rares and legendaries in there. Your pack, my pack, yeah, singular. I'll. Um, all right. I can go. I can go. You don't have to go. All right. Well, I won't. I'll wait. So here's the thing, too. Uh, let's talk about strategy then. So, okay. again, I got seven. You got ten. But you, Jim, say you're not opening all ten, right? No. So I am going to open five of my ten, and I'm going to hold the other five. My so plan is, is really to just hold those five um, for a long time. And I'm going to compare that really kind of to, to physical baseball cards, right? So, you know, I've got, you know, I've got this right here. There's a there's potentially a Shohei Otani card in here that's worth a ton of money. So I'm just going to keep it open, and as long as I keep it, I mean, I'm just going to keep it closed. As long as I keep it closed, um, that Shohei Otani moment, that Shohei Otani card could, could still be in there, right? So exactly. it's not going anywhere. Uh, so that's my thought process on this. I'm going to open a few of them. I'm going to save a few of them. I think that's a right. sound strategy. Yeah. Go ahead. Let's see it, Jim. Oh, am I am I going? Oh, I thought you were. I can go. It don't matter. All right, you go. You go. What's your strategy? Are you just ripping them all? Okay, so since I'm going, I'll talk about it. So, so here's my thing. I am very much not like you, Jim. Um, 
tong is even worse because I've come on Trash Cat Show every mm-hmm. Friday. They do NBA Top Shot. If you guys have tweeted out before, so I, I mean, just for the fact that I might open this on a Thursday, or I'm sorry, the, the drop might be on a Thursday, and I gotta wait till Friday to open it up, and that just that kills me inside. <laughs> like even today, like I got these moments, seven packs of them. And I'm like, I got to wait till nine o'clock tonight until I can open these. Like, I can't do it. The fact that there's a Shoei Otani out there, it could be in your pack, Jim. How are you not <laughs> opening that? You could have the Shoei Otani. Why are you not going to open that yeah. up and see and then sell that for millions of dollars opposed to this pack? <laughs> it's the whole. Uh, That's how I am. Maybe I'm too the, much of an opportunity. Yeah. Like, it's uh, the whole Schrodinger's cat, right? As long as it's as long as it stays closed. It has the Shohei Otani in it, but it also doesn't have it at the same time. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I understand it. that. Yeah, I get it, but I just yeah. I can't I can't do it. I no, mean, me neither. Right now, and yes, I'll be pissed off because it doesn't have it. I know it doesn't have it, and my luck says it doesn't have it. But just because the possibility it does, it's going to eat at me not knowing if I'm sitting on this the entire time. Like to me, it's worth whatever the value is of opening up. So it doesn't drive me insane because even if I sell it the whole time, I'll be thinking, but what if it was in there? Like who, who did I sell? I'll be like reaching out, trying to find who it was. How did you open that pack? What was Shoei in there? <laughs> that's the great there? thing about NFTs. You can yeah. find out who buys your Shoei Otani. <laughs> <That is true. laughs> and then and you um, feel yeah, even I wanna... more sad because you know them now. Right. Mm-hmm. They're rich. In your All mind. right. Let's do it. Even though I put out there on the stream that we're opening packs and haven't. All right. So all right. All right, guys. Ooh, this is exciting. Moment oh, of truth. First one. Here's, here's my seven. So what's so cool you, about these two is so the packs are actually right? Yeah. Of course. Right. I just told nice. you. I just told you, Jim. <laughs> all right, cool. Let's go. The packs are actually serialized too. So we saw someone today, someone got the number one pack. Mm-hmm. Now that I would have to keep, I would not open. Because what you're talking about, what, your was gonna, if what yours is going to be worth down the road, imagine having the number one of the first pack. That's the first pack ever. Yeah. I don't think that I can open worth. that. No. Definitely I would should have not to open make sure that. I buy some more and <laughs> open those. All right. So let's do it. All right, let's go. Wow. First oh. I'm like, I don't even know how to open these ones. This is exciting. What happens? I know. Is there an animation or? All right. So you've got. So it tells you. Yeah. So you have two cores and an uncommon. Not bad. So that's kind of cool here. It kind of tells you yeah. like what you yeah. at least got in that sense. And then you find out what you got. All right. Cal Gibson, 193. Now, if you click on it, it'll give you. It'll actually show the moment. Yeah. Ooh, you guys hear that too? No, uh, you don't have the sound on. No, I can't. You got to turn the sound on. Or. That's pretty lit. I, you didn't have your sound on, so I couldn't hear it, but. It what? looked pretty sweet. Yeah. Why is my sound on? When you hit the share button on the corner, it says uh, share audio. So you have to stop sharing and then do it over again. It's going off again. How do I stop it from playing? <laughs> stop. <laughs> Click on it. 
Go to the next one. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Gregory. <laughs> now they're both going. <laughs> <laughs> I can't is it in the hear corner you right there in the bottom corner. Is that the start stop? Uh, see, the Gibson stopped right. Yeah. 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 Okay, it finally did. All right, I'm not gonna play the mo. Oh, it's playing again. Oh, it stopped. No. Click what on. is going on? Click on it and see if it stops. Like. Well, it's in beta. <laughs> All right, I'll just open up this core and then we're moving on. Right. Not... Buster Posey. Oh, Buster Posey. Buster. All right. There I'll take go. the Buster Posey 80 of 120 uncommon. Now go ahead and click that one. No. All right, I have to, huh? Is Buster Posey a Hall of Famer? We've had this discussion before on our NS9 yeah. podcast. And, uh, I'm I'm he, firmly in the yes category on that one. Yeah. After the season he had, it, it's hard to argue. Yeah. Okay. Well, hey, you got an uncommon there. Yeah, a good player too. Yeah. Oh, one God. thing that I'm curious, one thing I'm curious on, so like in the sports card space, right? It, there's really it, it's almost all geared towards hitters like hitters are always yes. more valuable than pitchers and i'm wondering if that's something that will be uh be the same here or if it's going to be uh something different where you know maybe pitchers start getting some love in the nft space i don't know i'm, I'm curious as i say i always pick both your knowledge for different spaces and that's mm -hmm. definitely something that you've pointed out to me jim before so i'm with you i'm wondering yeah. how it does translate by the way, Vinny's on. He says, hello, gentlemen. Hello, Vinny. What's up, Vinny? What's up, Vinny? All right. Let's move on. I'm not playing anymore unless it's... Unless, if it's a sick one. one. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That music was driving me nuts. But the music's great. I mean, it's driving me nuts because I'm trying to stream. But the music's yeah. very good. Oh. Oh. oh, oh the rare. Rare. So, the rares are out of 60, <laughs> right? Yes. All right. All right. Zach so Zach Wheeler, Wheeler okay. a pitcher, but a good pitcher, possibly yep. Cy Young pitcher. If yep. I had a vote, which I don't, but I should, it would be Zach. Mm -hmm. It would be Zach Wheeler. Just saying. Carlos Correa. Carlos Correa. Everybody's favorite. Future future World Series <laughs> MVP right here. At least my wallet's hoping it right now. All right. Rare. Let's see. Rare. JT Romuto. Okay. JT Romuto. Yeah. All right. Two Phillies. Yes. Yeah. All hitters. Good player. Well, Zach Wheeler. Oh, sorry. Player. Two hitters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. He's in the one NL. Of, He's also one of, the, one of the best catchers there in, in baseball. Yeah. Solid pack. Actually, you think about that. I got. I wonder if his moment is his all-star game home run. I wonder if like the video of Real Muto. I want to play yeah. it, but I don't. Yeah. <laughs> we'll move on. Yeah, we'll move on. Get your own back and find out. Everyone. Yeah, we'll find out. <laughs> All right. Okay. Okay. All right. Vlad. Vlad Jr. Hey. What is it's uh, just a core, but it's still it's Vlad. What's it's Vlad's decent. what's Vlad's jersey number? Oh, that's a good question. 
We should know this, right? Yeah, y'all should know that. Look it up, Jim. Uh, I knew there was a seven. It's 27. 27. Yeah. That makes sense. All right. God, what's up with all the Gregory Sotos? Just, <laughs> just, just get all the Gregory Sotos. Corner of the market. I mean, there's only four or nine of these, but like yeah. I saw us seeing in the Discord today too is, oh, I got yeah. a Gregory Soto. Because everyone kept saying the wrong Soto. Yeah. <laughs> Brandon 14, Ooh. Brandon Crawford. Okay. Another giant. All right. All right. Yeah. But that's the thing. Like, they're all, I mean, Gregory Soto's debatable, but they're all good players. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I mean, it's pretty much what you're going to get based on the, the rarities and the odds. Yeah. It looks like the, the average pack is going to be two cores and a con common. Right. So, Matt Barnes, I'll take it. Joey Wendell. I'll take it. Matt Olson. All right. I'll take it. All right. We need a huge one here, though. We need like an Acuna or a Soto or a Trout. Mm-hmm. Three more. Let's go. Okay. Right. Hey. Aaron Judge. Hey, Aaron go. Judge. That would be a good one. Garrett Cole. Oh. Yankee pack. Here's, Yankee. here's the Yankee pack. Yeah. Yeah. So this is going to be nice. Raphael Devers. Okay. The Yankees and the Red Sox. Why yeah, not? There you go. Cool, cool. I'm already at like twenty thousand dollars. Easy. Easy. <laughs> twenty million. <laughs> Okay. All right. The next one's gonna be legendary then. Yachty. Can't wait for him to retire. <laughs> another JT hey, Romuto. Yeah, yeah. Another, Not another the rare. Catcher, yeah. And Taiwan Walker. Walker. That's your boy right there. He he had a really good year this year, too. Yeah. Unfortunately, not for the pirates. You got what? Two more right. left. One more. Oh, right. last it. shot. Last pack, Mojo. Let's go. <sighs> Come on, guys. Come on, guys. Oh, oh epic. Epic. let's go. Yo. Now the epics That's are what... at thirty, right? Uh, right? Let's go back to it. Epics are 30. out of thirty. Yes. Okay. Nice. So, so again, oh. back just the traits, like. This is really cool how they all look too, you know? Mm-hmm. This is something different from Top Shot. Like you just get the moment. These are kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. So I'll open up my first ball. Jared Walsh. All right. Cool. It's not showy, but it's cool. Cedric Mullins, breakout year. Hell number 26. Yeah. What's his number? He's in the teens, I think, right? Cedric. Oh. 31. Mullins. 31. Okay. Tabata number. All right. All right, guys. The very it's last epic. one I got. It's the epic. Let's go. What are, I, what are we guessing? What is it? I'm going to go with Gregory Soto. <laughs> <laughs> what are you guessing, Tall? Oh, man. I don't know. Uh, let's go like World Series. Eh, I want to go World Series. No. Uh, I don't know. 
I can't guess. I can't guess. Let's just find out. Adam Fraser would be perfect here. It's it's Juan Soto. It's Juan Soto. Put it into the metasphere. <laughs> Put it into the atmosphere. Mm. It's Freddie Freeman, maybe. Oh, it's autographed. God damn it! I mean, it's epic, so it has to be. But yeah, yeah. I guess I gotta play this one. But yeah, Josh Hader, come on, man. Yeah, play it. Don't be a hater, Leonardo. <laughs> At least I'm not a racist. Yeah, that is a downfall of getting Josh Hader. <laughs> Maybe his his moments are his old tweets from high school. Oh, oh, this was that guy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, that's yikes. That's a cool moment, man. I like how they did that. Yeah. And there's the auto. And the auto at the end there. Yeah. Nice pretty animations. Neat. Awesome. All right. That was, but music's still going. Good thing we can't hear it. Yeah, we can't hear it. So you're done. I'm telling you, though, when you hear the music, it's super legit. Just want to make sure. Mm. All right, so we are done. Just make sure. Okay. <laughs> but <laughs> I, mean, I, I actually got 10. I like that experience because, like you said, yeah. it's kind of like a two two uh, phases, right? Kind of like two pack openings where you can find out you find out the rarity off off the top and then mm-hmm. find out the players. So it's like double suspenseful. I do like that. You're right. It was. I yeah. mean, you're like anticipating what you got, and then once you find what you got, you want to know what you got. Right. Right. Like I mean, you're a lot more excited about the epic, right? Than, yeah. than anything else. So yeah, that was pretty cool how they do that. Not All right, bad, we want to go. Do we want to go Tongs one or we want to go my five? I think we saved my legendary. So for I, last. I, I agree. I think we saved Tong for last because he's going to have that legendary trout. So, yeah, it's that. Right. I can't wait for it to be three Gregory Sotos. It's all Gregory Sotos. But the one's uncommon, <laughs> so he's all right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. Is my screen up there? Mm-mm. No, is now up there. Okay. It is. Yeah. All right, cool. All right, now I'm going to save five of these. So I'm going to start with this one. All right. Let's go. All right. Oh, oh my god. There come we on. go. My you boy. Get your favorite. <laughs> my boy, Tatis. Let's go. You get Tatis and I get the other Soto. That's nuts. No. Come on. Yeah. Hey. Is the music playing for the stream? Yeah. <laughs> playing for me. Okay. So then they get they get to hear the music. That's cool. All right. I hate you, Jim. Oh, there's your boy. Good. Our boy Josh Good Hader. You. <laughs> and it's only a core. Ah, uh, damn it. Fuck <laughs> it about. There it goes. Oh, no. That's all I did the entire time. Was like, oh, yeah. 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 
Oh my goodness. Oh baby. What yes. Wow. All right. That's awesome. <laughs> Only I could be pissed off than the reopening these. Oh man. If it ain't Tong, so, it's Jim. I swear to God. So, <laughs> I hate the both of you so much. Uh, oh man. That is sick. 85 <laughs> of 120. Mike Trout. Let's go. So what? Let's I guess go. if you do this. Yeah. This might be the play. Just play it afterwards. My man pulls Tatis and Trout the first freaking pack. He first pack magic, like, right I there. I am a man. hater, and I don't <laughs> care. I just no big deal. This may be the the best baseball player of all time. That's awesome. <laughs> oh man, I might not open another one, guys. <laughs> the next How do you top that? <laughs> all right, let's know, do it. Right. Let's do the next one here. <laughs> I guess I picked a good one to open. Jeez. Ooh, all right. That's the way to do it, though. Play the moment after. Yeah, yeah. Another Let's go. All right, another uncommon. Mike Zanino. Okay. A lot of catchers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, good call. Chapman. Catchers and relief pitchers. I've seen a, a lot of. All right, come on, uncommon. Oh, okay, I'll take it. Trey Turner. Turner. There we go. Nice. National Trey Turner. Nationals Trey Turner. I'll take that pack. You won a World Series in that jersey. Mm. That's true. <laughs> All right. Pack number three. I need to get I need something other than uncommon. Kevin Gossman. Rayo Muto's everywhere. Seriously. Kyle Schwarber, another national. So it makes sense. That was my thought too. I guess it's just to talk about this a little bit, because someone brought up yeah. too in the Pirates Discord of Candy about the Adam Fraser one is going to be San Diego or, mm -hmm. or Pirates. So yeah, I, I wonder about that a little bit. So maybe now I'm kind of seeing the pattern. I bet it's whoever they got into the All-Star game with. Yeah, so it'll probably be Pirates. All right, pack four. Let's get something other than an uncommon here. Let's get a rare or an epic. You know, what? or let's just do the legendary and get out of the way. Oh, oh, there you oh, go. Let's go. I feel more comfortable now with you selling the five. I'm like, yeah. I would hate for you to have ten and you open five. And there's nothing more than an uncommon. That's the odds are there's gonna yeah. be a rare or something better in yeah. the other five. I agree. Yeah, so now I feel sure good. I feel good about holding the other five now. So, all right. I still put it. All right. Mark the shark. Hey. Yeah. Old bucko. Taylor Rogers. So we get a couple nice. relievers. All right. Let's go. Oh, Epic. Taylor. My bad. All right. Are we, uh, we doing a guess here on the Epic? We got to. 
it's Juan Soto. Because of course it is. Because I'd have to hate you even more. It's absolutely Juan Soto. I kind of want guess that. Juan Soto to just I want to make it Juan Soto. I want the Tatis epic. Or Can Brian Reynolds. Brian Reynolds epic. Let's go. Michael Brandt. Okay. All right. Uh, That's solid. What six, number? Six of 30. Not bad. Yeah. Okay. Potentially World Series MVP. That's true. <laughs> he's got some potential there. What's his uh he's he's not he's not a single digit number either. I don't think. Click on you can click on him real quick. Wanna, wanna check it out here. Twenty three. No, no, it's right under the I mean, we didn't need to watch it. I just say we click on it too. Sweet. All right, one more pack, and then I'm holding the rest. I don't know how you do it. I don't. I'm holding all. So I'm just. I'm just going by the addition number. I'm holding all the lowest ones. That's how. I've, that's how I've opened them. I've gone highest number to lowest number. Yeah, that makes sense. I, if right. I were to do it, I would do it that way too. All right, let's go. Last pack. Rare. Okay. Mm, okay. Not bad, not bad. Let's go. Only open Eduardo, five. It's almost a perfect. Almost. Four oh, six. wow. Yachty, boo. I'm going <laughs> to sell that. I'm going to sell the Yachty right away. <laughs> they burning yet? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's go rare. Rares are out of 60, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Oh, Aaron Judge. Judge. Good stuff. Nice. Aaron Judge, 27 of 60. Shame with John cool. Carlo. All right. Well, I'll take that. That was a solid pulse. That was solid. Yeah. Yeah. That first one, though, was money. that first pack, Trout and Tatis. Yeah, that was a good one. Oh, that was a really, for just five of them. That was nice. Yeah. No, I'll, I'm very happy with that. Good stuff. Sweet. All right. All right. Last pack of the night. Tom's gonna be the only one that gets three commons. You get three cores. Nah, here comes <laughs> like, the. He's got he's the legendary. Up. He's got the legendary sitting in there. Just, I'm sorry, but he probably he probably does. Like that's what pisses me off. <laughs> I know he does. Easy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Yeah. Let's go. What's your cereal? Uh, it's like one thousand something. Uh, did not get it to legendary. That's cool. We can get some good here. Let's see. Good. We got. All Jesse right. Winker. Okay. Second round. Oh, Winker. Okay. All right. All right. Let's come on. This is common. Is come on. Come on. Me something good. My only shot. Oh my gosh. Uh, oh no. Another Gregory Soto. 
Just rename the podcast uh, Gregory, Gregory Soto right. NFT. <laughs> oh, what a call. Yeah. That was great. Gregory Soto. Right. Nice. Cool. Tom's that was cool. Run has ended. I love I like, it. I like the pack things, though. Yeah. I just hope cool. I can get 10 packs tomorrow to make up for it. Right. Go. Thursday as well. Get some yes. of them. Uh... Yeah. So let me ask you this, Jim, because you being, again, in both worlds, right? Mm-hmm. Which, which experience? Because you actually you run your own. I don't know if you, it's your own, whatever, but you do the breaks. You yeah. actually live stream you opening up true physical cards, right? Which experience do you like better? Um, lots of similarities. So, like, if you were like participate in a card break, a lot of you know a lot of similarities there, where you're like watching someone open the cards for you, and then they'll ship it to you at the end, right? Um, a lot of similarities there, and that you're kind of like watching it happen. I um, I don't know which one I can say I like better. I mean, there's something about having like a physical card, like with a physical autograph that was signed by the guy, you know, mm-hmm, like there's mm-hmm. something about that. Um, but the way that they do these, I mean, I, these are way better than like the way that Tops does it or even Top Shot, right? I mean, even like Top Shot, whenever you open up your pack, I feel like it's not the same type of experience as that. That's the best pack opening experience that I've had so far. Interesting. I was just curious, like I said, because you've done, but I've watched some of your stuff, but I've never been invested because it's it's you getting this or it's that person. It's it's cool that I see that stuff, you know. But one thing I'll say too is the autograph part of it, you know, with the NFT. Like I get, like it's it's autographed, and that makes it it's it's in the upper echelon of the rarities and such, right? But it's not the same. Like that's my point of view too. Like yeah. he didn't actually autograph this; it's there. But it's almost like any car with like a fake signature, you know. It's really what this is. So that does take a little bit away from me. Now, obviously, it's on the ones that are one of sixty. So the limited edition part of it, I mean, it's rare as a big, you know, as it is to begin with. But um, yeah, that's one thing that's kind of weird to me is the autograph part. I don't know if I can really buy in so much like that experience. But um, yeah, I was just wondering, what, you know, how you felt seeing that you're in both of them because mm-hmm. the high I get from every time I open any of these, it's it's great. So I just yeah. wondered if, you know, if there was any big difference for you. That's pretty cool. The other day in real life, I, I, I opened up a one of one Ryan Mountcastle rookie card and like, it was awesome. Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, no, that was, that was really cool. Really cool. Sweet. Yeah. All right. Well, there it is. I'm hacking into Jim's account tonight and we'll open mm-hmm. the other five. You guys can watch. <laughs> Stay tuned. And this nine NFT after darks, but no, for real, I appreciate Tong you coming on for our very first show. Awesome guest. Appreciate yes, all you like, that watched. You guys have any last words? Um, just follow Trash Cats on all social media, and if I get more packs, we'll be opening them Friday on my stream. So, subscribe to our YouTube. Jim, you want to, if, if on Thursday we, we get more packs, we want to open them yeah. here live. We won't have much to talk, but I guess we could just stream. Yeah, I'm good with that. Open. God, I have to wait again, though. Shit, yeah, we know. do have to wait. I know. It's a work. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, well, maybe we'll see you guys on Thursday with Jim and I just opening up some more packs. If we get them, Tong, good luck. I really do hope you get some more. Go follow Trash Cats 
I'll do some talking for Tom. Every Friday, they stream NBA Top Shot stuff. So if you're watching this because you're into NFTs, you're into you know, the sports collectibles, definitely Top Shot is a great platform as well. Follow Trash Cats. Watch them every Friday. Very invaluable information. If it wasn't for them, I wouldn't be here doing this. And then Jim wouldn't be here doing this either. So do that. But also follow us if you're watching this because of Tong. Follow, follow us too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll see you later then. Bye-bye. See you guys. Peace out. You are listening to an exclusive on PodHub Network. Your city, 